Hello and welcome to the Flying Frisbee podcast with me, Dominic Frisbee, and a good morning to you from sunny California. Uh, I'm out here visiting my mother. If you missed them last week, check out my interview with Lynn Alden, as well as the piece on a silver stock with a 47 million ounce surprise. And as always, if you're thinking about buying gold in these uncertain times, be sure to speak to the Pure Gold Company, and there are links to all of those in the article. But today's piece, which you can read or listen to, or some, as many like to do, um, read and listen to at the same time, is called Why You Should Buy Stocks Now. We think the stock market is going up and that now could be a good time to invest. The tricky month of October, the month of choice for the stock market crash, is now behind us. There was a wobble, a very wobbly wobble, but the blob held. The stage is now set for a juicy rally into year-end. November to January is historically the best three-month period of the year for the S&P 500, the index of the largest 500 companies in America, while November to April is the best six-month period. We're at the beginning of that run. If you bought the Dow Jones Industrial Average on November the 1st every year and sold it six months later on April the 30th, a 10 grand stake would now be 1.2 million, give or take. But if you did the reverse and bought the Dow Jones on May the 1st every year since 1950 and sold it on October the 31st, you'd barely be at break-even. That is some difference, particularly when you add currency depreciation into the mix. One option gives you break-even over 73 years less inflation. The other option gives you 1.2 million. Don't ask me to explain why this is. It might be some kind of self-perpetuating herd mentality thing. It might just be that different people do different things at different times of the year. I swim more in summer, for example. I know that sounds trite, but you take my point. But there is more. This is the third year of the four-year US presidential cycle. Might be because the powers that be are trying to get everything looking hunky-dory in time for the next election. It might just be one of those things. But these are very good years. The years in which the strongest gains come. One of the reasons I was arguing in January that this would be a good year for stocks. And this year has been particularly good, especially in the Nasdaq. I gather it had one of its best first six months ever. In 2019, President Donald Trump's third year, there was a 27% rally in the S&P 500. Prior to that, from 1933 to 2015, the average gains have been 16%, compared to 6% for the other three years. That November to April run is even stronger in the third year of the US presidential cycle. We are at the most bullish time of the year, in the most bullish year. The portents are good. It may not feel that way after the October we've just had. October is almost always the most volatile month. Octobers are often so horrible that nobody wants to buy. That in itself is almost reason to buy in itself. Buy when you don't want to. Sell when you don't want to is not bad, as stock market adages go. Sentiment models are also looking good. Last week's AAII sentiment survey, which measures retail sentiment, showed 50% bears. Hedge fund sentiment is similarly contrarian bullish. Long foot short funds are the most defensively positioned in 11 years. Insider purchases are up and exceed insider sales. The bond markets have calmed down. Inflation, as they measure it, looks like it's calming down in the US too. And finally, we got a Zweig Brett 
thrust buy signal. I'm not going to try and explain that technical signal here. Google is your friend. Just know that it is bullish. We heard a lot of talk about an impending stock market crash last month, and I'm of the mind that if it was going to happen, it would already have happened. Last week saw an eye-watering reversal and short-covering rally, and we can expect a bit of digestion over the next few days before things get going again. So, how to play all of this? Be long equities. If America flies, everywhere will. And uh, at the bottom of the article, for paid subscribers, um, I've put some sample ETF ticker funds that are good ways to potentially play this. But caveat emptor and manage your own risk. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back with another podcast very soon. Goodbye.